This is Ringside Radio, your ringside ticket to some of the finest wrestling talk around. And now, here are your hosts, Grim Chorizo, Katrina Cena, and Sloppy Joe! Hello everybody, this is Ringside Radio, Grim Chorizo here, joined with Katrina Cena and Sloppy Joe. We've got a special guest with us here tonight. Welcome back, Frank the Tank. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's good to have you. So, recently, our own Katrina Cena went down to Florida. Yes, yes, and I did. I, I go on record saying that it is on par with my WrestleMania experience. Like, actually going to see WrestleMania and everything that goes with that. Just because it's something I've never done, and I have so much love and respect for NXT and everybody who's a part of it. So, oh. you've been to a lot of wrestling shows, um, and... This was a completely different experience. Completely new people, basically all people you've never seen before, or if you had, they were not under these characters. Right. You know. So what was it like to go to brand new, did it feel like like you were going to a new indie show or something that you had never been to? Kind of, yeah, because like, I'm going into a thinking WWE show, Mm -hmm. because I know how WWE runs house shows. I know about what time to get there, and usually get an idea of where to go to try to meet people. So we got there early, and it was a small a small venue. It was a National Guard Armory, actually, is what it was. Um, and it was small, and I I could wasn't quite sure where they'd be coming in, but just kind of scoped it out a little bit, and then got some lunch, went and kind of hung around the city for a little bit. It was like every time we came back, nobody was there. There was no truck. There was no nobody around. So it was kind of weird, and finally I ended up actually knocking on the door of the armory. Like, there's a doorbell you can ring, and this, like, big old army dude in, like, like fatigues answers the door, and I'm like... What do you want? Yeah, it was kind of scary. I'm like... There's no wrestling here. I just need to know if there's a wrestling show today. He said, yeah, there's a show. Um, They should be here before too much longer. So I'm like, oh, okay. Finally, about 3.30, I start seeing, like, cars showing up and stuff. So I'm like, okay, so I get out and kind of like plant myself by the by what I perceive to be the front door. And they just kind of all started showing up. <laughs> so <laughs> it was overwhelming to say the least. So did they all kind of show up about the same time or how did that go? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Um I would say within uh probably a 30 to 45 minute time span, they were probably pretty much all there. So, like, there's, like, four of them coming at me at once, and then there's two more coming across the road, and I'm just, like, trying not to die (laughs) because it was very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was going to ask, at, like, WWE house shows or anything, they usually park in a specific area where they go into the building then but this were they just kind of parking in like a parking lot yeah they were they were like just like the fans they would park in the lot walk across the street with all their stuff they'd have to like ring the little doorbell and the (laughs) people would have to let them in i'm imagining like connor and victor yeah oh no yeah (laughs) the ascension's here can we come in But um, it's interesting because it just illustrated to me how very different NXT runs from WWE Mm. because this is what happened and I didn't have a clue this is how it was. I guess I could have assumed, but what they did was they were showing up to set up the ring. So Hmm. they got there, rang the doorbell, (laughs) don't forget that part, (laughs) went in, set up the ring and all the barricades and all that stuff, did the show. After the show, they had to tear down. They had to break down the ring, load everything back in the truck, which finally did show up, by the way, (laughs) and then get their stuff and then get in their cars and go home. So they are actually doing all the all the footwork and all Mm. the heavy lifting. So and I guess that makes sense. It's part of the, you know, quote, paying your dues, I guess, that they talk about. So they get there. And did you have any luck meeting any (laughs) of the wrestlers? Yeah, I did. Like I said, it was so overwhelming because they're all coming like three four five at a time the first carlo there were four of them i only recognized one and that was simon gotch oh okay <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was a lot to handle he was a really nice guy but just totally in character <laughs> so There's was he that. was he looking quite manly he, he was looking quite manly <laughs> yes i try really hard i get excited but i try really hard to remain calm when i'm meeting them calm and respectful you know, and polite, and this was just my first, like, 
burst of excitement and energy and I just <laughs> it's so stupid I literally just blurted out can I have a picture <laughs> <laughs> like right away <laughs> which make no hello no oh my gosh Simon Gotch you know I just like flew out of my face <laughs> and <laughs> Simon stops and he just like looked at me like in like false astonishment and he was like why, yes, there are many pictures. I'm sure you could have one of them. <laughs> and I literally, like, slap myself in the face. Like, I see it as kind of like slapping the rudeness off or something uh, of myself, yeah. you know, of my outburst. And I go, I'm sorry. I meant, could I please take a picture with you? And he's like, oh, with me. Very well, then. And he came over, and I, like, whispered to Simon. I'm like, I don't know who those guys are, and I feel really bad. <laughs> and he looks at them, and he looks over at me. And you, you can just, like, if you know his character, you can just picture, like, his yeah. facial mm-hmm. expressions and stuff. He looks at them, looks back at me, and goes, oh, you don't know who Solomon Crow is? <laughs> and I literally, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, jumping up and down. I, I like, almost grabbed his arm, like, in excitement <laughs> and, like, stopped myself. So there's this, like, claw hanging in midair. And then I, like, put my arm back to my side, and I'm like, that's Solomon Crow. <laughs> and he looked back over at the group. They're almost to the door by now. Looked back at me and goes, yes, that is Solomon Crow, and now he hates you. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, yeah, now he hates you because you don't recognize him, or you didn't recognize him. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, Solomon Crow, and I said it like so like wimpy and like he didn't even hear it all uh, and I like desperately look at Simon and I'm like will you help me <laughs> will you help me call him over and he looks over again and goes I don't want him over here he hates you you didn't recognize him wow. and I was like oh. so I let out this like big dramatic sigh and I cup my hands over my mouth and Simon's like shielding himself <laughs> knows what's coming and I go Solomon Crow can I please take a picture with you and you see he's almost like it's about time you know like like he was just like waiting for it yeah so we took a picture and I was like I saw you Russell once in Chicago and he was like oh yeah he's like looking at me all you know puzzled and I said yeah because you used to be Sammy Callahan right and he's like looking at me all like innocently and he goes maybe (laughs) and I was like yeah, I saw you wrestle there. I said, but I didn't get to meet you, so I'm excited I get to meet you now. Hmm. So we took a picture. I took a picture with him and Simon Gotch photobombed. It's, <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. And then after that, <laughs> Simon's just standing there with his arms crossed. <laughs> and I go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, we should do our picture now, huh? And he just waves his arm and gestures and goes, oh, it's okay. You were just distracted. <laughs> and, wow. and so we took our picture and... Uh, and he knew you well already. Oh my gosh, it was funny. It was it was like he already knew me, mm. sort of. Well, it sounds like that would probably be a first, a good first person to mm. just kind of like. Yeah, it was. I don't know, maybe knock off the, maybe the nervous jitters. Yeah, it was perfect because I really people. felt I felt comfortable. I felt like it was a really positive yeah. experience, and I had a lot of fun. Yes. So, who are some of the other uh, cool people that you saw outside before? Um. Well, the thing most of them that I recognized and called over did actually stop. And I know, like, now that I think about it, it's like, man, they were coming and, like, they needed to, like, get to work. So it was really nice of them to to actually take the time. I got JoJo and Alexa Bliss. They came in together, um, and they both stopped and were really nice, um, took pictures. And then Alexa kind of encouraged me to tweet the picture to her of the two of us, which I ended up doing later that afternoon. Bailey and Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks and Carmella all came out of the same car. And um, it was like all four of them are going by at once, so I really could only get one, so I went for Bailey. So I just said, hey, Bailey, and she said hi, and, you know, I asked, you know, do you mind if we take a picture? And she, she like, hesitated, and she's like, I'm really sorry. I got to get inside. She said, I'll come back. I'll come back later. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, and just from past experience, usually that's the last you see or hear from them. Yeah. But about five minutes later, sure enough, five minutes later, she came out. Um, she said, sorry, I just had to change. Um, so, yeah, we took a picture, and I thought that was really nice of her. And Tyler Breeze came oh, yeah. came through, <laughs> and I was like, I was super excited. Like, I saw him, and I'm just like, ah! So I just, I said, do you mind stopping for a picture? And he said, oh, no, not at all. And Of course not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And actually, it's funny because Schlappi later said, oh, I'm surprised you didn't take a selfie. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, my camera doesn't have, or my phone doesn't have selfie mode, so it would have been on my camera. And I was, like, shaking too bad. Mm-hmm. I would have either A, looked like an idiot, B, ruined the picture, or both. <laughs> so <laughs> I just had Nick take the picture. Uh, but he was cool and was very surprised that I was from Illinois. <laughs> so he said, well, I really hope you enjoy the show. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Connor and Victor arrived separately and both on their own, which was interesting. <laughs> I could not, I couldn't believe how nice Connor was. Mm. Um, before and after the show, he was just super cool. And um, like, he was like acting all like scary. And uh, and then he was like, oh, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> and he just, he just smiled a lot. He introduced himself by name. Like, like I don't know who you are. You know, <laughs> he's like, I'm Connor. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> Well, duh. Yeah, <laughs> Ask me my name. Yeah, I know, right? But he was just very, uh, very humble. Yeah. But he asked me my name, shook Nick's hand, asked his name, um, and you know, I told him, I told him that we were from Illinois and that this was my first show, and I was very, very happy to be here. And uh, he, he just, you know, expressed his appreciation. I told him that we had one more show the next night we were gonna be at. And he like he looked like legitimately sorry and said, "I'm we're not gonna Victor and I aren't gonna be there tomorrow." He said, "I'm really sorry." Hmm. And I'm like, "It's okay, dude." You know, <laughs> and I I was disappointed yeah. because they're like some of my favorites. And Victor was like, you could tell he was like really in a hurry, but he did stop and he did take a picture with me and you know, said, "I hope you enjoy the show." Big Cast and Enzo came through and uh Aiden English. I think they were all three together, which is a really strange combination. (laughs) Um but I just imagine Aiden like sings all the way in the car to all the Doe and Cast are probably yelling. That's probably very inaccurate because why would he do that? But I just like to imagine that he sings everywhere he's going, like driving (laughs) down the highway. (laughs) I was like, Shut up You soft I see Aiden and I'm barely containing myself because he he's like he's like my favorite pretty much yeah. except for Sammy and I've liked him forever and you know he's he was one that was like okay I have to meet him before the weekend's out I have yeah. to I have to and so like I see him while I'm carrying his stuff and I'm like sorry in zone cast I don't care if I don't get you all this time I gotta get this guy and so I said, you know, I, you know, just like the other ones, hey, Aiden, you mind if we take a picture? And so he, he just kind of, he hesitated and he was like, after the show, is that okay? And I was like, okay. And I'm like shattered on the inside, but I'm like, it's going to be all right. I'm going to meet him after the show. And he like walks a couple more paces and then stops and looks at me and he goes, is that okay? So are you going to be around after the show? And I was like, yeah, I'll be here. And he goes, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you out here after the show then. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, I have a date with Aiden English. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's official. official. I think that's official. So there was that. And then Enzo and Cass were just kind of like, doo-dee-dee-dee-doo. And I was like, hi, guys. And they're like, what's up? So that was interesting. <laughs> Seems like a good talk. <laughs> yeah, good talk, good talk. Um, Sammy and Adrian. Sammy Zane and Adrian Neville came at the same time. And I was like dying on the inside <laughs> seeing them both come across the street because yeah. i'm like what if i well, i'm like well if i have to pick one i'm picking sammy yeah but they they did like adrian kind of stopped when i stopped sammy i think he was kind of kind of knew it was coming <laughs> like yeah. the obligatory i'm the champion and i should stop yeah. for a picture with mm. the fan like i said before it was kind of surprising how shy sammy zane was he was mm. he was very kind he was very humble but he was like ah oh my gosh because I, like, I told him that he was my favorite, and he actually literally covered his <laughs> face and was like, oh, thanks. And then after the show, I, he signed my, I had an I Love Sammy Zane sign, and I had, like, a plethora of Sharpies for him to choose from. <laughs> and um, he said, where do you want me to sign? I said, oh, you can pick. And he goes, I'll sign in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm a girl, and I thought that was adorable. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he, it was just funny how shy he was. Um, Adrian was incredibly gentlemanly hmm. every time I saw him over the weekend. He called me ma'am. A- after the second show, I know I'm skipping way ahead, but after the second show, he, um, he remembered that I was from Illinois from the first night, hmm. even though I never mentioned it nor brought my sign um, at the second show. 
he had made that connection, like recognized my face, remembered I was there the night before, and remembered that I was from Illinois because he he wished me safe travels back to Illinois. Him and Sammy had the main event both nights, and at the end of night two, I was like really devastated that it was done. You know, I'm I'm I really am grateful I got to go, but like just knowing that I wasn't gonna be back, and how much fun I'd had, it was just kind of devastating that it was done. I can understand. I was like crying and stuff but i was i was trying not to be like everybody pay attention to me but like adrian like adrian noticed and um he came up and shook my hand and um i said this has been one of the best best experiences of my life and he he backed up and got down on one knee in the aisle and um like put his hands together um and said thank you for coming and then stood back up and I just kind of like blew him a kiss and it was just and he went backstage and Nick my best friend who was with me is not a wrestling fan and he saw it happen and said that was really awesome yeah I noticed uh, scrolling through Instagram that there may have been a little picture of you and Bailey from Bailey's Instagram. Yeah, there was. Yeah, why don't we hear about that? I definitely cried about that. (laughs) I cried a lot that weekend for all kinds of different reasons. All of it involved in XT, though. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, Bailey was, like I said, her, Enzo, and Cass, Colin Cassidy, were doing the meet and greet. And they were just like, you get in there and you find your seat. And then they get on the mic and they're like, okay, NXT fans, it's time for your meet and greet. And I'm, like, looking around. (laughs) And they're like, today we have Bailey and Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy. And I'm still looking around like, I don't understand. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> and they just do-do-do-do-do. They go over and sit at this table with an NXT backdrop. And I'm, I'm still like, what do I do? There's people like getting yeah. in line. And I like turn to someone and I'm like, I'm sorry for being so stupid, but do you have to be special to do the meet and greet? <laughs> And they're like, no, you just go over there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I'm like, grab my sign, grab my camera, grab my Sharpies, grabbing Nick. I'm like, let's go. This is my dream. I get, I get to take pictures and get, you know, and I'm like, I don't need the autograph and that because I yeah. have my sign. But, you know, I took it over with me because I'm like, oh, this is my time to start collecting signatures. And so this was the first Bailey I had heard of the mm-hmm. whole coming from Illinois thing. She read it and she's like, really? <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I'm, I did come from Illinois. And she's like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. And she signed it. She, she and I took a picture together. And then she said, we got to get a picture on my phone. And I'm like, excuse what? me? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like this is awesome. We, we got to get a picture. So Nick p- puts my camera down after taking the picture. And Bailey just whips her phone out and, you know, what? brings up the camera function, gives it to Nick. She's like, would you mind taking a picture on my phone? And he's like sure just gonna let these crazy girls do their thing so she's like we gotta hold up the sign so um so we're both holding it up and just to clarify the sign is it's a black sign with yellow lettering that says i came from illinois to see nxt and so we hold the sign up and nick takes the picture on her uh phone and then hands it back to her she um she thanked him and she was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to put this on Twitter later. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, leaning over, like, closer, trying to comprehend what's happening. And she goes, yeah, I'm going to tweet this. And I go, not really. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to tweet this. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, and one of our friends, Chris, had said, of course, I'm hearing this from all you guys. Oh, if you meet so-and-so, you have to ask him this. If you meet so-and-so, you have to hug them. If you meet yeah. so-and-so, you have to tell him I said this. And, of course, I'm not remembering any of this. Yeah. But one, one thing I actually remembered was our friend Chris saying, if you meet Enzo, you have to ask him about the secret handshake. And I'm like, okay, I thought about it outside, but I'm like, I'm not stopping him and asking him about a secret yeah. handshake, especially since him and Cass and Aiden are freaking out about getting inside. And Aiden thinks he just completely shattered me and destroyed all of my existence. And so I'm like, oh, this this would be a good time to actually ask him about that because it's a meet and greet and you're allowed to actually kind of talk yeah. to them and get collect your little autographs and stuff. And they were, like, freaking out about the sign, too. And it's so funny because they're so different. Colin Cassidy is, like shy and quiet and like really like reserved 
and Enzo is so like boisterous and yeah. loud. Well, Farcoli and... has a microphone tattooed on his, on his hand. <laughs> yes. so. He borders, really? he borders yeah. on obnoxious, kind of like I do when I'm excited. But he was so nice too. <laughs> like he was so personable. Like you felt like you knew him. Yeah. You know. And I just come up, and you know they're looking at the sign, and Enzo goes, "No way." <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine him saying yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're signing or Colin is signing it this time and he goes so you really came from Illinois and I'm like yeah I'm probably doing a terrible job <laughs> impersonating him but I'm like yeah and he, he asked if we were on you know if we actually literally just came down to see NXT or if we were you know and mm-hmm. I said well we're vacationing but I said this was the make or break which is the truth yeah. I wouldn't have chosen to go to Florida if you know, NXT wasn't down there. And he's like, oh, yeah, you got to make it a priority. You got to go to NXT. <laughs> Get me soft. <laughs> he was very, very earnestly said, you know, well, I really appreciate your support. You know, there's there's not very many people who would do something like this. Uh-huh. And he said, this blows my mind, and I really appreciate your support. And I'm like, cr- like, cry. I'm like welling up, and yeah. I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, stop crying (laughs) i've cried so many times already you know but Mm -hmm. um and i'm like okay so i need to change i'm thinking i need to change the subject now or we're just (sighs) i'm just gonna end up i'm gonna be a mess so i'm like all right enzo i said i heard you have a secret handshake (laughs) and he looks at me like yeah how you know about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's like accusing, like like I'm angry with you almost, and I'm like I put my hands up in in defense, and I'm like I just have a friend, and he's like on social media and the internet a lot, and yeah. he said, th- I said this is all I know. He said <laughs> I have to ask you about your secret handshake if I met you, and he looks at me again. He's all defensive, and he's like, well, it's a secret, and again I I throw my hands up. And I'm like, okay, I just told him I'd ask you, and he looks, he smiles and goes. All right, I'll show you. <laughs> and so he did. And it, it was funny. I wish I could, like, really remember it now. But it was quite elaborate. And I just had this huge, stupid smile on my face the whole time because I'm like, this is so cool. You're, you're one of the, the few who know the – or learned the handshake. Yeah. Even if you don't remember it, you're, you're one of the – I remember a very little bit of it. But he's like, first you do this. <laughs> and then and then you – no, no, you got – no, not like that. You got to do this. And I'm like, okay, sorry. I felt like I was a certified G after that. <laughs> and but you can't teach that. Yeah. Can't teach that. And then, okay, so night two at NXT, it was, um, and Shalapi was kind of asking earlier, a lot of the, like, basically the same people were there, but um, they kind of did mix up the matches a little bit. But fortunately, I wasn't able to see Adrian Noble and Sami Zayn wrestle each other two nights in a row. Um and I was also able to see um, referee Jason Ayer's mm. very last NXT show, which was night one, actually. So now we're backtracking a little bit. But he, um, Jason Ayers was a Dreamwave referee, so I knew him from way back then. And um, he actually approached me before the show on the first day. And, um, and in all my infinite wisdom, I said, hey, do you remember me? <laughs> And he said, yeah, of course I remember you. And to me, I'm just like, I don't know, if I went off somewhere and did something for a long time, I wouldn't remember me. But he said, yeah, of course I remember you. He said, that's why I came over to say hi. Well, it turned out that was his last night refing for NXT. And um, at the end of the night, Sami Zayn really kind of put him over on the mic and, you know, expressed their appreciation for all of his, you know, just never-ending hard work and dedication. Yeah, that's cool. First one to get there, last one to leave. And, you know, I took some pictures of him kind of, um, celebrating and, you know, saying his goodbyes because the locker room kind of emptied out. And so that was really cool to get to do that and to get a picture with him after the show. Yeah. Because it was kind of like coming full circle because was, now he's off to be a WWE yeah. ref. I was just about to say that. It's just so weird. It's like fate-ish or like destiny. Yeah, it's like, it's, what are the odds the one time uh-huh. you go for a weekend to NXT and it happens to be the last night of someone you of a referee you knew before from an indie show. That's just that's crazy. It was completely insane. Like, yeah. Um and also to see um Kalisto mm. because he is one who I also, you know, got to know in Dreamwave and Galley Lucha Libre up in Chicago. Um and a couple of other promotions too, but um 
he was Samurai Del Sol then, and he's one that I actually, uh, he, he was at my wedding, um, I have pictures of me and him at my wedding, and we used to talk on the phone and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. we would text, so it's kind of crazy that Callisto is, like, such a big deal now, yeah. too, because, um, to me, he was just someone I knew. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it was really fantastic to see him again, too. It was fun. It was kind of like a tiny little reunion. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, show one was definitely a lot better overall, just as far as the building, mm-hmm. um, the fans, the way everybody conducted themselves and just the setup provided for a better opportunity to, you know, get to meet people and stuff. Yeah. I wish there was a way to go again, because now like watching watching it on the network is just like after you go, it's just really it kind of hurts not to be there, but I'm really, really glad I got the opportunity to even go because that's more than most people get mm-hmm. to do. So I'm really thankful. I don't usually use language like this, but you all should know that you people stink. I've been thinking, and I'm curious to see what you guys come up with or what you think of my ideas here. This year, we've already had a number of NXT superstars and divas called up to the main roster. So about a week ago, I was thinking of what are some other ways that some current NXT guys and gals could make their appearances on the main roster. First of all, the first one I was thinking of, perfect, and I may have said something about this before, but Bailey, I think, since her character was kind of that, still kind of is as that, she's kind of a fangirl, you know? And uh, I think... Instead of just, you know, showing videos like, Bailey's coming, because people wouldn't really care about that. Right. Or having mm-hmm. her just come in and win a match or whatever. I think she, for like a month, she should just appear backstage. Like, almost like she's an NXT diva, which mm-hmm. she is, who is just backstage. Because people know they're already back there anyways for a mm-hmm. lot of time. Just show it mm-hmm. and have her do uh, backstage segments with legends or even just current roster people. That mm-hmm. would just be really funny, her basically... Just marking working, out yeah. because she's getting the chance to meet like even Bo just walks by mm-hmm. and she's like Bo Dallas or something <laughs> like anybody and like oh my god it's Paige or like Bret Hart hey who little buddy uh, yeah I just think that would be a way a good way to introduce her do that for like a month or two or something mm-hmm. and then have her wrestle eventually even have it be like one of the divas is she's just like hugging them all the time and they're just like they're getting fed up with it and they're like you know what why don't we have a match or whatever so then so almost actually, a little bit like a Mickey James Trish yeah, Jonas thing yeah, on kind a smaller level. But more level. like... Uh, <laughs> well, no less that far. Yeah. 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 But she's just like obsessed with all these... Right. Not one person yeah. in particular, just the whole thing. And then when she goes out there by that time, I think people will care about her, you know, and want to see mm-hmm. her. Another, And I think it's not too far off for these guys. The Ascension. Oh my I'm thinking gosh. like, they're going to be here soon, but I wonder how they're going to do it. I think so no videos, uh-huh. no nothing, complete surprise, uh-huh. show up, imagine, I don't know, we'll say the Usos just won a big match or something, and afterwards, the lights just go out, and everyone's like, what? what? Their music hits, and the, the Ascension just appears on the stage, their strobes are going, like, you know how their entrance is so mm-hmm. cool on NXT, mm-hmm. imagine that on a grand stage. Uh, there's two things that could happen. One, they just literally walk out on the stage and stand there, and that's it. Like, you're like, who are these guys? They're just badasses. Except most, a lot of people will know. Yeah, yeah. most but, would know. But for yeah. the people who don't. Right. Or they just go out there, do that same thing. Well, you all know destroy. Michael Cole's going to be like, who are these guys? <laughs> what is happening? No, yeah. he's probably just not going to No, actually, no, he probably would say they're the NXT wait, guys. Wait, he, he this tends is the to, Yeah, he tends to usually put over the NXT guys. Yeah, when The Shield debuted, he did that. Yeah. And you would think JBL would be, since he's the general manager. Yeah, you would think but, so. so. I think the Ascension... He, and I can't, he, he wouldn't be able to do it right, though. No, he'd be like, Maggle, Maggle, it's, it's the Ascension! <laughs> but, uh, so what do you think about when the Ascension comes up? Do you think it should be a surprise completely, or do you think there should... Because, th- I mean, there probably could be some badass vignettes for them. Yeah. But I think for them, I think it'd just be great, a surprise. Yeah. They, Their music hits mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're just like, oh my god, it's happening! So another one was Sami Zayn, because you know he's going to go up, but how the hell is he going to just show up? Because, frankly, he doesn't really have a gimmick. He's just a mm-hmm. really good wrestler and a guy who's just, he's a, a, cool he's guy. just a cool guy. Yeah. How do you really bring that up? So, But that can happen. CM Punk it, yeah, was just a really yeah, cool guy. That's true, yeah. When he showed up. And kind of like Daniel Bryan, too. He's just a, yeah. just a yeah. wrestler, like, you know. So I was See, thinking... Wait, wait go no. ahead. 
Hold uh, on. I don't know. What if we put a mask on? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what your I don't know what your idea would okay, be. But I was thinking like he could be like just like in the Adam Rose like mix. One you of the could, rosebuds or something. Yeah. Cause you know, like he he dances because he has that ska yeah, song now. Yeah. So like you just see him dancing a couple mm-hmm. times in the back, and then all of a sudden, like through uh, talking segments with Adam Rose, you find out who he is, and then he wrestles hmm. eventually. Yeah, that's interesting. They definitely could use the rosebud thing as a way to get somebody on TV easily. Basically, what I was saying is, and they haven't done something like this. They should acknowledge, do like a match. <laughs> Where uh, the winner of a battle, say a battle royal or a ladder match or a tournament or something, gets a contract. They win, they get a contract to face anyone on the main roster. They get to pick, if they win that match, they get to stay on the main roster. So it really makes it a big deal. They could, they could hype that on Raw and SmackDown, like, someone's going to get a shot to mm-hmm. come here. Well, let's say Sami Zayn wins it, and he gets to choose anyone he wants, and he chooses Cesaro. Because they've already got the history oh, and stuff. Oh, snap. You know what I and mean? And that would have people so yes. behind him. Mm-hmm. So he chooses Cesaro, and Cesaro doesn't want to do it, but he can't not because Sami Zayn won the mm-hmm. shot. They do it at a pay-per-view, whatever the next pay-per-view is at the time. They can even do that on, like, maybe Raw or something. Yeah, they could. I just think it would be really cool to do it at... It, it would. It would. And then, it, even, even to, like, be early in the show. Yeah, yeah. And then like Sami ends up winning because, to my knowledge, Sami hasn't beat Cesaro in their... Mm-hmm. You know they're well, and if Cesaro and this is no disrespect intended, mm-hmm. but if Cesaro can lose to Kofi, yeah, and I like, love Kofi, yeah, but if he can lose to Kofi, he can lose to Sami Zayn, Sami yeah, Zayn in his debut to yeah. put him over. Yeah. You know? and I'm not Sami saying Zayn's Cesaro gonna wouldn't. get killed after Cesaro. The match. I think really. They they have so much respect for each other, yes. mm-hmm. and they go way back to the yeah. indie days. Both of them do, um, in ROH and even before that. So. I, I could see that happening, and it wouldn't hurt Cesaro's credibility because no. he has ran, he's randomly lost to yeah. Kofi and others, you know. So, and any match him and Sami Zayn have had, it's not like he just it's, crushes him. No, they're great back you and know? forth. And so. just match of the years every time. Because think why that, how that is good in all ways. One, put Sami Zayn automatically in a rivalry. Two, he gets to show off his wrestling skills mm-hmm. and people will already be behind him. Yep. And three, I mean, it makes well, it because, good and he's really on one that they are going to have to bring in the right way. Yeah, that's why I was really thinking because they can't just be like, here comes Sami Zayn, he <laughs> dances, and he's a good wrestler. But... And people like him, and people yeah. say Olay. So put him right in a thing with mm-hmm. that, and yeah. he'd look great. Start him in the story. And imagine the buildup they could do for that. Say a month in advance, they know that he's going to fight Cesaro. Show their matches before show yep. highlights from their yep. matches and be like this is gonna be well, an heck put together like a little special yeah a half hour special on the network showing their uh match of the year yeah or the one on arrival mm-hmm. i just i yeah. think that is just that's how i would do it yeah, hey, sure. uh, another idea i kind of had we talked a lot about uh brand like having brand extension mm-hmm. and with that would be a draft and uh, how, like, a lot of other sports do. I know it's sports entertainment and stuff. Yeah. But they, like, for baseball, for instance, you get drafted, you go down to, like, minor league, which would be NXT, mm-hmm. and then you work your way up. But if they had the draft, then they could be like, oh, we're going to draft people from NXT to come hmm. up to oh, SmackDown yeah. or Raw. Mm, that would be very And then good. it gets people interested in NXT, and yeah. then it's like, who's coming up? Who's yeah. coming up? And then it's like a big ordeal when mm, their music That hits. would be awesome. I have, like... Because you know how WWE is all about having special guests on, like celebrities on yeah. Raw. Have Seth Rogen come out. Say, and... Don't you dare say Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh I'm God. so tired of that. And then have him be like, well, here's a guy who everyone says looks like me, but I don't see it. And then he comes out. and Just to go off your idea, wouldn't, wouldn't it be so funny? They're like, next week, special guest Seth Rogen. And just Sami Zayn comes out. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, guys. You're listening to Ringside Radio, brought to you by DDP Yoga. We are in no way, shape, or form sponsored by DDP Yoga, but you should check it out. I've heard that shit is intense. Right now, the WWE World Heavyweight title, I should say, is one, you know, there's Mm -hmm. two belts for one title, and we often talk about how, why do they have two belts for one title, which we usually start talking about the brand extension and how, you know, it made things interesting. So my question is, first of all, did you like the brand extension? When yeah. it was in effect. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. After a while, I was like, eh. You know, it was, I could take it or leave it. But now I'm like, gosh, I wish it was back. Because, like, mm-hmm. I so, I remember when 
And to me, Triple H was synonymous with Raw. Mm-hmm. I thought of Raw, I thought of Triple H. The color red made me think of Triple yeah. H because of Raw, you know? And SmackDown, I thought of The Undertaker, yep. and I thought of John Cena. Yeah. Because they were just... And Cena was, like, the mid-card up-and-comer at that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But I just... Yeah, I... Yes. I would get excited based on yes. what was happening. Like, I would... This is sad, mm-hmm. and I don't care. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, go for it. I would wear my red wristband <laughs> on Monday and my blue one on Friday because, like, that's how much I identified <laughs> with, you know, this one I'm yeah. going to see mm-hmm. Monday night on Raw, you know, and Friday night on SmackDown. So, yeah, I think after a couple of years, it kind of became monotonous. Mm-hmm. And partly. But, like, they would, they would do the draft and freshen yeah. things up and, um, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, w- I do, now I do really wish it was back. Yeah. And one thing I really liked about it is how, like, October's pay-per-view would just be SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, the was... only ones that they shared were the big four. And it just seemed like the stories were a lot better because they had more time to build them yes. up. They just seemed more personal and yep. you got behind the people, the wrestlers well, more because and of it. if it's a raw pay-per-view, the SmackDown guys are still over here doing their rivalries. Mm-hmm. They're just extending them. They've got more time. Or they're just kind of leveling off before they start building for their They're, pay-per-view, yeah, exactly. which is still a month away. Yeah. So basically, away. the brain extension started in 2002 because be, the main reason they did it was because they got so many people after mm-hmm. buying WCW and ECW and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a perfect... If they wouldn't have done that, they I don't think they would have survived or they would have lost, They would have had to fire so many people. As someone who uh, played sports in high school and stuff... Uh, I realize how much uh, they go through, uh, wrestlers. Mm. Uh, they don't really... They have maybe th- three days of a break? Two. Two? Yeah, basically yeah. two. And basically a two. lot of times one of those is media appearances. Yeah. yeah. Two days, and they're working out on the days off. They're doing appearances. So they don't mm. really have uh, hardly any time. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. Just to relax, you know. Uh, so... I think that having separate shows, you know, would allow that to happen. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have to be uh, at SmackDown every yeah, every week to point. make a good show. You know, I can relax. I don't have to worry about uh, quote unquote putting my neck on the line every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think the brand extension should come back now? Not saying it's going to because it's not. I think they're far away from brand extension. But what are the pros? Like, do you think the brand extension should come back right now? Yes. Uh, you get mid-card guys more of an opportunity. And low-card, honestly. Mm-hmm. You would... You yeah. Would, yeah, the stories would actually make... Like, yeah. be worth something. Maybe they do... Maybe they have the SmackDown brand uh, partner main event with the SmackDown brand and partner superstars with the Raw brand and make yeah. superstars a bigger deal than it yes, is. Yes, and it definitely would. You know, make you could tape deal. superstars before you go on live for Raw... And then do main event live, and then tape SmackDown mm-hmm. with yeah, the SmackDown brand. Yep. Get a get because, Zack Ryder on TV. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. For heaven's like sake, him, those those guys would be able to have matches that actually mattered. Yeah. Uh, so do something. I, I would say later. yes. The brand mm-hmm. extension would definitely should come back, but. I think they would need to bring up some NXT guys to fill out mm-hmm. the roster more yep. because they but have the roster like, big, but they actually need it to good, be bigger. Though. Yes, yeah. it is. You it's know? definitely good. That's good. Bring yeah. up, I don't know, five to ten people, and I think they could easily split the yep. split the roster. Well, down. and they've got guys that they're waiting to bring on NXT TV that yeah. they've signed deals with that aren't you know just aren't mm-hmm. on TV, and yet. that gives them their opportunity. It's only in and the past few months that we've seen Kalisto at all. And yeah. he's been signed for yeah. quite some time. And they're always signing new people. Yeah, too. and they yeah, like they just signed what three more guys in the past week and a half. Well, how and Raw and SmackDown could be. Split how up many now. tag teams did they have? Then? Oh, so oh many. Oh my gosh! Because they we, had and we've two complained back belts. and forth about this, but they had a tag team division on Raw, mm-hmm. and they had a tag team. And they had on enough SmackDown. for it to be interesting. Yes, it was relevant. It wasn't like Luke Harper versus the Usos for the round seven, time in a row. which is great. But Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Sorry, back Eric then Rohn. they would take just two guys <laughs> who weren't doing anything, stick them in the tag team. <laughs> he was he always gets forgotten. Yeah, he's gonna come out me down with his sheep mask now. Wait, what did you say now? 
because I said Luke Harper versus the Usos. Oh, and then yeah, I was like, Eric oh, Rowan's Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Sorry, Eric Rowan. Well, that, yeah. that's why he's always frowning on that photo of the three <laughs> he's of them. Sad. He's in the yeah. back. He's like, oh my God. come on, guys. I know I'm not as good, but I'm the forgotten sheep. My, my crack sweat, isn't it? <laughs> it's all about the money. It's all about the money. What championships would go where? How would you go about that? Put the U.S. title on SmackDown, uh, Continental with... on Raw, and then two tag titles. Or, no. yeah, no, they need two tag titles. Going and, on a... Oh, sorry. And they could do what we've always talked about, having or, two different D.U.S. titles, a D.U.S. division and a women's division. Or they yeah. could do the tag team titles on one brand and the women's division mm-hmm, and yeah. actually make it a yes. legitimate women's division well, on the other brand. And if you remember, Raw had the women's title, mm-hmm. and SmackDown had the Cruiserweight title. Yeah. They had women on SmackDown, but they were basically just there for, you know, your cat fights and stuff. Yep. And Raw, they were was fighting the for the women's title. the actual down-to-business stuff, yeah. So, yeah, well, I think that would be fine. They could the total divas somewhere. On, on, I guess, SmackDown, one of the shows, and right. use the women's title, I say women's, not yes, divas, yes. for people like Paige and AJ, Emma, Paige. you know, Paige, all the people who... Bailey. Worth it, yes. When she gets there. All right. I have kind of many ideas here. Okay. The first is just have a women's title on either SmackDown or Raw, and then actually have the Divas wrestle on Total Divas. So we don't have to waste our time (laughs) on actual WWE, like, programming. Well, you mean mean the Total Divas? Yeah, the Total Divas. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not watching Total Divas to watch Paige and AJ. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. I'm talking about, like, like, Nikki, Bella, and all of them actually wrestle on, like... And give them, like, you a can, total Divas you can title. Pay, you can just get random people the on the street butterfly. to fill a... It, it basically, that's what it's for. Is it's I mean, for really, yeah. they can have yeah. the stupid butterfly. It makes butterfly. me sick when I see then, AJ or Paige with that butterfly. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. And then my other idea is... It, Raw should go back to two hours. Yes. I yes, agree. please. Agreed. I love wrestling more than the next guy yeah. or gal. But mm-hmm. by the two and a half hour mark, I am falling out yes. of my chair. I'm dying. What you say about the three hour thing, that's very true. If they did a brand extension, they would have to make Raw two hours or else that makes SmackDown look terrible. You know what I mean? Because the idea is they're, well, they're competing then, brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're two different shows. They Back in the day, they made... They went out of their way to make yes. them two different shows. They put the Raw announced team like up by the stage. Yep. They, mm. The stages were completely different. And the sets were so yes, different. Yes, everything about it was different. The I, commentators would put it com- over. Yeah. They'd call Raw the flagship I love that, how it was like a competition. Yeah. But back to the title thing. Uh, with the titles we have now, there's, not that, there's really not that many. Back then there were a lot. There were basically four on each show. So what do you think would be on Raw, should be on Raw and what should be on SmackDown? And more importantly, do you think the cruiserweight title should come back? I would be all for the cruiserweight title because, like we've we said before, we've made a list numerous times of all the cruiserweights, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. them, and they're just signing more and more. And there's so many yeah. people who could do it, and it would just give people like Kofi, Jesse Gabriel, Tyson Kidd, and people like that something to do. Yeah, and it was always a good mid card. It was always a good opening match, or opening match, and. They were always good. There was oh yeah, it was so, some of the best matches. Mm-hmm. It's just nowadays when I think about it, I love the cruiserweight title and I love the cruiserweight matches, but sometimes I see it as like a double edged sword. It's well, like, what if yeah, you've got that's what I was thinking too. Who they're just the cruiser. If you're in the cruiserweight division, I don't think they would do this with. We'll use Adrian Neville for example. Mm-hmm. We know how freaking good he is. Imagine horrible. if he goes in there and they have the cruiserweight uh, title. Of course, he's going to be fighting in the cruiserweight matches. And maybe the tag team division, if he's lucky. But how the hell is he going to get a shot at the world well, heavyweight title? Well, that title might as well say not championship material. Yeah. And I love the cruiserweights, yes. but they run the risk of being pigeonholed there. Yeah. I almost think the cruiserweight title might as well say not WWE championship material. You will not material. be the world champion. Yep. But here's something for because you to fight over. Because the U.S. and Intercontinental titles, you win that, you're, 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 like, mm-hmm. you're on your way. Yeah. You're probably going to get there. Most of the ones who win the Intercontinental title are going to win. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but if you see someone win the Cruiserweight title, oh, they're a great wrestler and they can do great things, but they're not going to yeah. they're not going to win the big one. Go ahead. Oh, I was so just going to say I'm actually I to answer the question, I'm actually I would be against yeah. it because I don't like what it does to people. Mm-hmm. Well, I love watching the matches, yeah. but you can have those matches without a title. Yeah, yeah. You can have a solid lower mid lower and mid card. 
without having a title. Yeah, that's basically. Yeah. I say no. For, I I don't yeah. want to see the cruiserweight title back. For me, I'd rather see. Um, this is another title that's basically like you're not gonna really do much, but the hardcore title. <laughs> yes. Because um, you have a lot of lower card guys where you know you can just pick out names and you know that they're not they're not gonna be the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Like they might. But anybody. They might, can they hold might, that hardcore title. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. They, they might, they might be the U.S. champ. They might be Intercontinental, maybe. But it just brings a, a lot of enjoyment because you can see it on Raw. You can see it on SmackDown. It could be a, a mixture, and you just, you can see them any random place. Yeah. Just go and lose it, and it it leads to a lot of cool backstage moments yeah. where they're getting hit by, <laughs> God knows what. Something that we've all talked about before. It's like in the, like doing it like with the hardcore title, but. Have it called like the Internet Championship, where you can win it, or anywhere, like, the WWE Network yeah. Champion. And I think it that instead of the hardcore title, mm-hmm. it would basically yep. be the hardcore title. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, hardcore like the yeah. same rules. Like it I could think be defended that would and anywhere. It could be shown on YouTube. It could be shown on the network. It could be shown on WWE.com. Mm-hmm. It could be shown on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. They want people to tune mm-hmm. into that. Imagine they have this title, and yeah. Anyone can win it. Like catering guy could have just ex- like penned uh, like trips and falls on my guy. Yeah. Like, well, and you remember seeing um, like someone sneaking into someone's hotel room and yes. winning, and the refs going, "What?" It's so Damn. entertaining. And they're the they're that the hardcore like, So basically, your idea yeah. right there, and they can still use weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think nowadays they wouldn't they wouldn't call it the hardcore champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Divas could win it. Yeah. And it not even matter. I think Emma, that would be awesome. Emma. Yeah. I am completely all for that. Out of everything we've ever talked about, that's one Creative, of the things... Creative, are you listening? That's one of the things I think would be the best for fans and for them. Well, and that could be... Thing. That wouldn't even have to... That wouldn't even be a... You know, if we had the brand extension, that wouldn't even be a brand specific No, that could just be mm-hmm. anybody. It would just be all So that's place. a little different from the brand extension, but I, I think I'd rather at this point have that happen more than the brand extension. Yeah. I just think the brand extension we're, is such a great we're at now, like, topic. I would love to see the brand extension come back, but it's not going to no. because... They have the titles unified. Yeah, they're they're doing everything yeah. to go away from the brand. Which and I'm completely okay with that because that was, it's a different era, it's a it different is. time that I things are tri- different. Triple now. H, you can, is just from listening to some of his interviews and mm-hmm. stuff online, he wants it to be more of the old school kind of yeah. thing. Oh, One right. champion, do you, and there is the possibility of the United States and Intercontinental Championships being unified. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could happen Sunday. It really could. So. Um, mm, that's they, true. So, what do you guys think about that? All right. So, right, they have they have one belt for the whole thing right now for WWE well, champion. Like one world championship. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh no, they there's have two, two physical belts, titles, but, two, but it's one title. It's one okay. championship. First off, just make a whole new one one mm-hmm. title belt. Yeah. Um, because it's I don't know. Tack, tacky looking or well, yeah. all, just it's just bad why looking why would someone carry over kill belts i understand yeah. when that first happened yeah but after wrestlemania they really should have i gotta say no i'm offense. really biased but cena's yeah. worn it about the best way anybody well, has because he, yeah. he just wears it around his neck but even but even then obnoxious. He's, he's, yeah he's worn it the I best way but it's still awful it's obnoxious. Obnoxious. he's probably yes. like how the hell am i gonna do this all well, right this works and they have to carry that crap through the airport and through like my gosh so just make one one title belt, and I'd actually be okay with the U.S. and Intercontinental being one mm-hmm. thing. Just make it one belt, and not two. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm holding okay, two. Okay, what do they call it though? The Intercontinental. They could just call it the Intercontinental United States. Well, they, no, just you think about the it. Intercontinental they could just call it the Intercontinental yeah. Championship. Just that, get rid of the U.S. Championship. Okay, but and Intercontinent. I, I've actually, so yeah, that includes the United States. Yeah. So. <laughs> I really like the U.S. title, even though it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. right now, per se. It, it, when when has it... Exactly. It when's the really, last time it's meant it something? It doesn't really... Though. And this would make it mean something, but then think about it. We've got... We only have four titles. Yeah. On the that, shows. It, like, as the fans, wouldn't that be kind of weird? It's the like, last time it really meant something. Wouldn't that be kind of weird yeah. if we just had four but, titles? I don't actually think so, because I think it would it would make them mean so much more. Like, you... You have just the Intercontinental Championship, and it means so much more to hold that belt, and so it would bring re- yeah relevance. It definitely would bring relevance well, because with there's only being two singles championship mm-hmm. minus the Divas, if that were to happen, mm-hmm. right? If you're not the guy, then mm-hmm. you're the other guy. You're the other guy, and, and if you're not well, the other and guy, really, that's how indie promotions run. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have they have their main title, mm-hmm. they have their slightly lower title. A lot of times they have tag Tags titles, and, and they might have a women's title. So 
to me, that's really all you need. That's true. Really, it's like the other title really only mattered for the brand extension mm-hmm. because it was the U.S. was on par with the Intercontinental yeah. back then. I'm definitely not going to be upset if it gets unified. Yeah. It's yeah. just it'll be very weird and different because they use titles as something to fight over because mm-hmm. they are they yeah. don't come up with a lot of storylines like they used to. Um, that's that's what the titles are meant for, is, but they do need to. Not just base rivalries around a title. Around a title. Mm-hmm. I agree. So if you have less titles, then it yeah. leads right. to more because they'll rivalries. have to come up with yeah. something, or they can't just be like, "Well, we got four Let's matches fight. tonight on the card." Yeah. Congratulations, Daniel, on a hard fought victory. So it is time for random superstar. Here we go, and the number is fifteen. Who is it going to be? Drum roll, please. I'm afraid I've got some <laughs> bad news. It's bad news, Barrett. Or Wade Barrett. Or Stu Sanders or whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Wade Barrett. Sweet. He looks better with a beard. He, okay. okay, I definitely agree with that. I, that I, I think we can all true. agree there that he needs to keep the beard. He looks kind of creepy without... Yeah. He just looks his like face weird, is his also face is lopsided. Weird. Yeah, but with the <laughs> almost be- like Jack Sway. Yeah. No, his is melting. His is melting. melting. Um, I used to hate Wade Yeah, we know. I know. <laughs> stupid, with, stupid, Sorry, stupid. not, to, not with, to cut you off here, but we know. Yeah. With, we couldn't understand with, why. With, like, a passion. Well, it was because he didn't have a beard and his face looked weird. <laughs> <laughs> Also, and I you just talk about me being shallow-minded. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, I just didn't really care for his character at all. I, I didn't really like anyone from England either. So you know. Wow. <laughs> so he's not racist. He's like yeah. nationalityist. <laughs> okay. He's countryist. But no. Well, it was just like uh, his gimmick was boring. I thought he wasn't. He didn't really have any major storylines or yeah. anything. Um, what won me over was um, the bad news gimmick. Um, I thought it was really funny when he came out and with the gavel or whatever and yeah, had his little. <laughs> yeah, because they can't afford a little wooden stick, you know. To yeah. Hit down. <laughs> Vince lost a lot of money. Okay. You're cutting this. <laughs> that gavel's it's like ten dollars at walmart vince come on man you buy it then i will i like that gimmick a lot i thought it was funny and and that is good it got me to like him also he was fighting rvd and i don't like rvd very much he beats up the guy i don't like so he's good yeah basically i think barrett's one of the best wrestlers on the roster right now. No, I wouldn't go that... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he is definitely a future heavy, or world champion if he just quits getting injured when they push him. Yeah. And that it's, yeah, and that's the worst thing about him is like... It seems like every time he's about to go on with a big one, he gets hurt or something happens and screws him out of it. And, and when, like, what Frankie was saying when... The bad news Barrett thing, like, how that's what sold him on him. When he, they, he first started doing that, I hated it. Like, I just kept wanting him to go back, just go back to Wade Barrett. He, don't, don't fix what wasn't broken. But this bad news Barrett thing is really it. It's awesome. Like, I, yeah, they definitely need to keep it. I would be a little upset if they just had him go back to like the brand new brawler. I really. Um, this summer, I've really been watching the old FCW episodes on uh youtube and he as as you referenced earlier grim he was Stu sanders there and wade barrett and like 50 other names not really though but um he to me watching him in fcw he's one of the most entertaining ones there so you can kind of see that he's a standout you know he was a standout even from his earliest days of you know wrestling or being being under a contract to WWE. And the way he came in to WWE was very unique. And, you know, with the Nexus and um he was the leader. So he was kind of the the thoroughbred of the group. I think they put the most faith in him. And so I think he was kind of destined to to do well. I think they really wanted him to go places and um 
I think he's really kind of found his place now more than ever before mm-hmm. with the Bad News Barrett gimmick. So I've I've always appreciated his work. Um and I I think I do think he's really entertaining and I think he's enjoying what he's doing mm-hmm. right now. I think he Definitely. really likes the Bad News Barrett thing. Maybe not and particularly what he's doing right now. <laughs> yeah. He's kind yeah. of on an injury, but I get what right. you're saying. But when, um, you can kind of tell when someone <laughs> is really into what they're doing, and you can tell he just really enjoys it. Mm-hmm. So He likes being that, a bear of bad I'm news. glad that yep. he's found his place, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that he is in a position where people can really appreciate his talent and his ability. Mm-hmm. Because I do think he ha- definitely has yet to uh, reach his potential. I yep, think yeah, I, I think he's got future champion written mm-hmm. all over him. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to the day he becomes good news, Barrett. <laughs> I think that'll be a lot of a lot turn. of laughs. Okay. Yeah, I when I I guess got back into wrestling, it was like beginning of 2012 or whatever. So I kind of missed the whole nexus thing which was basically he was the I am sorry the main, for your loss. <laughs> he was the main driving <laughs> intense. force, you know, he was the guy. And when I came in it was right before his injury that took him out for half a year or whatever. And he was doing the Barrett Barrage thing or whatever and I just thought he didn't even have a beard Barrett at the time. Barrage. But I thought he was just awesome. I liked his wrestling style. I thought he was just a badass. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So then when I heard he got injured I was just really very disappointed. And during my time, during the time while he was gone, I caught up and watched a lot of his stuff and really got into him. And I remember texting texting Katrina a lot, specifically on Raw's when there was a chance he might return. I'd be like, oh my gosh, Wade Barrett could return tonight. And then when he finally did, just freaking out so much. He didn't do a whole lot right when he returned, but he got a few more Intercontinental titles under his belt. And he actually has held, he's now a four-time Intercontinental champion, which is, which is pretty good. But I think he definitely will be a future world champ. And... Basically, like you guys have said, I'm just echoing what you said. He's a guy who just has bad luck. Right when he's so close to getting something, because I think bad 2012... Luck bad luck, Barrett. Bad luck, Barrett. Yeah, he's getting the bad news to him. He was so close to a world heavyweight title. I think he really was mm-hmm. in 2012. And this year, mm-hmm. I think he was going to win the money in the bank. Yeah. But right before, you know... Another injury. So I hope when he gets back, he can get what he deserves. A world title run. Because he deserves it. And the gimmick he's got right now, basically like you said, when he changed to the bad news thing, I was not fully into it. Mm. I was like, why is he not wrestling? That was my main thing. It wasn't that it was like even a bad, it's not a bad gimmick. It's just, why is he not wrestling? I don't know. I still don't know why he wasn't. It could have been. Well, because he was wrestling house shows. It could have been their uh, idea to keep him off and it makes people like him more when he comes back. And if that Mm -hmm. happened, it worked. Perfectly, yeah. because the pop he got when he returned the night after WrestleMania to in-ring action was, awesome. was phenomenal. And since the day after WrestleMania, I've liked him even more. Yep, same here. And I, he's one of my favorites, so I can't wait for him to return. I think he's still got a lot left to do in his career. Yeah. Okay, so here's some wrestling jokes. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this. How does Mick Foley save so much money on groceries? How's that? <laughs> I doubt that he does. Look at him. <laughs> he always goes for the cheap pop. <laughs> oh, gosh. Your brain's going to want to go somewhere, but it's not where you think it is. Why isn't Chris Benoit allowed near gas stations? <laughs> the answer is not because he might kill someone. <laughs> Because he always carries matches. <laughs> Get it? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, here's one. How does Big Show order his steak? <coughs> well. Get it? Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he just gets the whole cow. <laughs> What's Daniel Bryan's favorite day? Yes- Yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, high five. Okay, what's his favorite or what's his least favorite month? November. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, uh, here's another. Good thing one. his birthday's not November. That'd be sad. <laughs> yeah. uh, Zach Ryder. That that was the. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Oh, poor guy. Oh, this is good. Why was Ultimate Warrior fired from the pet shop? 
He couldn't sell pedigree. WrestleMania, one of those WrestleMania. Um, twelve. Yeah. Yeah, so or eleven. How many Vince McMahon's does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> None. Light bulb screwed light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> What is Triple H's favorite scientific element? <laughs> Burial. <laughs> wow. Oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why does Zeb Coulter make Jack Swagger wear wrestling boots? Because he hates sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. What did CM Punk tell Adam Copeland when he tried to feel oh. him up? I'm straight, Edge. all i have to say is our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other than the shock master i told you oh god well everybody thank you for watching this episode of ringside hope you enjoyed some of katrina's stories about nxt and some of our good old wrestling talk. So we'll uh, see you next time. Thanks for Frank the Tank for joining us. Thanks for having this. me, guys. Yeah, it was a blast. Always it's good a lot to have fun. you. So. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time.